0: life according to Jess. I am your host, Jessica Anderson, and today I wanted to do a fun episode about my experience going to see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour film. I just went recently, and oh my gosh, I just had the best time. It was so much fun, and so I'm just going to share my thoughts about it. You know, at first, I I felt kind of like an imposter going to see the heiress tour. I knew that she was touring. I knew that the tickets were really hard to get. And I would have 100% gone, like in a heartbeat, if I had been given tickets or had a chance to get tickets. But I... I'm not, like, I don't feel like I'm in the know 100%. Like, the uh, it was a surprise to hear people were exchanging friendship bracelets. And people know the type of outfits to wear depending on your favorite album. And there were people just trying anything they could to get their hands on tickets for the concerts. Uh, people who know all of her songs by heart. I don't know, I just, I guess, I haven't really considered myself a Swifty because I like Taylor Swift's music, but I haven't been able to really keep up with it over the last, I don't know, probably 10 years, I guess. I am a little late to the party for a lot of it, but I have liked her music for a really long time, so I was super excited to get this invite to go to the movies. And it was with a bunch of family on my husband's side. Um, And I ended up sitting next to my sister-in-law. And she and I had so much fun just singing along to all the music. We were watching this group of girls, like tween-age girls, uh, all at the front. And they were singing and dancing their hearts out and and you could tell that they were having the time of their lives and it made it so much better. The theater was actually pretty empty overall. And so it was very easy to see them. They were the only ones like in the front few rows. So it started and I was like, "Hey, her outfit looks amazing." My sister and my sister-in-law commented that taylor swift's legs like didn't even look real they looked like barbie legs because they were so shiny and tan uh she's wearing this really pretty sparkly sequiny outfit that i just loved and she's going through the songs and i'm like all right this is pretty good although i don't feel like i really know these songs that well but then she hit the song Lover and that is one of my husband and I's songs like anytime I hear it I think of him and we've played it in the car together on dates and danced to it in the kitchen together and I feel like from that point on for me it just kept getting better and I realized that I actually knew more of the songs than I thought I did, which was kind of a relief because singing along and kind of making it like a concert experience but in the theater is really what made it. I don't think I would have wanted to sit there for almost three hours not knowing the songs because that was the fun part is singing along and kind of dancing in your seat and just having having these songs that you love be played and watching her it seeing all of her different outfits depending on the eras and seeing the sets and all of the special effects on the stage everything combined was just amazing At one point, Taylor said that she had written these songs about her life, about memories that she'd had, or things that she had felt or thought, and so it's kind of like her life, but what she wants everyone to take from the concert, the Eras tour, is the memories that they make while at the concert, or I guess now, whatever memories they make in the theater, and I really felt that and it was so nostalgic listening to these songs and so I'm just gonna kind of go through them for fun for my own life so after lover um we kind of hit the we hit the fearless era and between her original Taylor Swift album and then her fearless album like the these were the two that take me way back to being in school with my friends, and I had her CDs and listened to them all the time. And they're the ones that I know the best. The ones that the lyrics are in the back of my brain, but when I hear the song came, when I hear the song come on, I can pull them from my deep, deep memory and still sing all of the words. And You Belong With Me is one of those songs because I would sing it thinking about a boy who I liked in school, who had a girlfriend, you know, just like the song goes, and wishing things were different. And I can't even tell you how many times that I've heard that song in my lifetime and how many times I would sing it in my room and just be so frustrated that things weren't working out in relationships and same with love story because I would sing that one when I was in a more like hopeful mood just dreaming of the day that I would be in that fairy tale relationship and be somebody's Juliet and oh at the time it was really hard going through those things but thinking back on it now it's just kind of like these fun memories and I have the perspective that you know everyone kind of goes through that sort of thing and it's a part of life and kind of a much more simple time. Uh, Then we went through the reputation era and there's like Are You Ready For It, Look What You Made Me Do, Delicate, all of those songs I love but they're they're just fun because I've I was listening to them you know in the early years of being married and having kids and that that's one of the albums that I've listened to more recently in my life and just some of those fun songs to dance to, to work out to, clean the house. Really fun. She sang Enchanted from the Speak Now era and I went straight back to high school again and a relationship from like my late teen years and just those sorts of memories of those relationships were I was trying to kind of figure myself out, figure dating out, figure out how to be in a successful relationship. And it's just all those kind of like feelings came flooding back while I'm listening to it. And then we hit the red era. And I remember singing 22 on my 22nd birthday. And I had to wait until I turned 22 to be able to sing it. 'Cause it I right, there, there's some years between me and Taylor Swift. Not not that many, but a little. And just anticipating seeing that on my twenty-second birthday is so fun. And we are never getting back together. And I knew you were in trouble. I distinctly remember playing those after bad breakups. I had a few <laughs> when I was like after high school, you know, gotta kind of learn your way a little bit. But I remember singing those and feeling the sassiness of them and the frustration and kind of the anger and, you know, like good hate songs. Then we went through folklore and, oh, I think that might have been my favorite part of the concert. Because her dress was just so perfect and had this cute little cottage that she would sing in or on top of. And it just felt so magical. It was really fun. Um, But The One, the song The One, is another one that makes me think of my husband. And so kind of like those fond feelings and just like how magical it all felt was amazing. Uh, After Folklore, we hit the 1989 era. And this is an album that I've been catching up on in the last few years. When it came out, I don't think I was really feeling Taylor Swift music at that time. And I had a lot going on. And so I've actually listened to that album more within just the last few years than when it came out. And one of the songs, Shake It Off, is actually one of my daughter's current favorite songs. If it ever comes on in the car, she wants me to repeat it several times. And she knows a lot of the words. And so I, like, just the memories associated with that one are fun. Just spending fun time in the car with my family and in particular my daughter. And I don't know, I guess... I hope someday, maybe she and I can go to a Taylor Swift concert together. I think that would be really awesome. Taylor played a special surprise song, and it was our song. And this is from her first album. And I think this might have been the first song I was introduced to from her. And I remember singing it in the car with my friends. We'd have it as loud as we could, singing our lung- singing at the top of our lungs. And it was such a throwback. And it was one of those that as soon as it came on, I hadn't listened to it, oh goodness, probably for years. But all the lyrics came rushing back. And it made me so excited to have something from way back when and to to feel like a supporter of Taylor Swift and you know again it was one of those that I was like hey I'm not an imposter I've loved Taylor Swift for a long time and so that was nice and uh at the end of the concert we hit the album Midnight's which I don't really know that well. I don't think I've actually listened to anything from that album. But the whole performance overall was really cool. All of, her, all of her outfits, the sets, the lights, the special effects. It was just a really fun concert to watch. I actually came home and I told my husband that if he wanted to go to the go see it with me again I would love to do that because I came out of it kind of like on a high and I I also felt pretty inspired I looked at her and I'm like man she's 34 so she's just just a little bit older than me not by much and look what she's doing and I'm like how like what changes can i make in my life to be closer to where i want to be to like the the goals that i have the things i want to do i guess in a way doing this podcast is kind of like that just because it's something that i'm doing that isn't being a mom and being a wife and taking care of adult responsibilities in the house um but I felt inspired to do even more and so I actually I got up this morning and I exercised which I haven't done in a little while just just because it's hard with kids we don't have a gym membership we don't have space for gym equipment so really what I've got to do is like home workouts in my living room while surrounded by the children and that's not always the most motivating but I've felt motivated to do it today in part from coming home from that experience just because I'm like hey this is a great time of my life I'm in my 30s and what do I want my 30s to look like what can i do to make it look more like i want it to and so that's something i chose to do today maybe it's funny to be inspired by a taylor swift concert but i'll take it anything for a little extra motivation i guess so i on, on the car ride home i was talking with um, my mother-in-law she was one of the ones who went and she was i i had said it's always hard coming out of an experience like that and kind of like bringing yourself back to reality and she was saying yeah when she used to go to dances when she was younger she felt the same thing. Coming back to reality and you're not surrounded by all your friends and realizing you have to get back to like your everyday normal life and it was definitely an experience like that for me. I know that some of it's pretty normal and I think Some of it is also just my, like how I regulate my emotions because that's the part I struggle the most with. So coming home from an experience that was so fun, I didn't feel stressed. I was with my sister-in-law who I consider to be one of my best friends and I didn't have the kids around, which is usually how I have to spend my time with friends Um, I was reminiscing about my life, and it was reinvigorating my love of Taylor Swift's music. So just all this like excitement, and I felt really happy, and I was super excited to talk to my husband about it, and then, you know, the, the kids were in bed, my husband was tired, and reality kind of, like, hit me in that moment. And I just had to cry and get a hug and kind of just sit with my feelings because these really high highs are not an experience that I have a lot of the time. I have a lot of happy moments, and after some therapy, I've been able to recognize more of those in my life, which is wonderful but I don't have like a lot of the really high highs and I don't have a lot of practice coming down from those. I had to sit with my emotions and kind of do some deep breathing and talk about the experience and it was nice to realize that I have coping skills for times like these and you maybe you wouldn't think that somebody would need coping skills coming home from a really fun experience but it's something that I have to do because as soon as I realized that I had a really good time I kind of go into this mindset where I'm like why don't I have more moments like this? And this is a really great feeling and I don't want it to end and then that makes me sad. And there's something a little unsettling about it and I think it comes from having trauma because my baseline is closer to depressed and sad and going through really hard experiences. And so sometimes feeling so happy... And excited and having fun is uncomfortable. And it's wonderful when like you're in it, but then kind of like the the slope down to a baseline of just content or normalcy is hard and it's like a bumpy road. And sometimes my emotions kind of slope down too far into A depression and sadness. So that's kind of what happened to me after this experience. But what was nice to notice was that I was able to acknowledge how I was feeling and sit with it and do some things to help me kind of level out and realize this is not the only time that I'm going to have a happy experience. I have lots of happy experiences, and I was able to kind of think through that. It's not always as fun, but I do have lots of happy experiences, and it just goes to show the kind of benefits that therapy has, and learning coping skills, and kind of working through any trauma that you've been through. So yeah, that was kind of my night in a nutshell, and... I knew as soon as I came home that I wanted to do an episode about it just because of the entire experience and all of the the feelings and thoughts and everything that went into that night. Thanks so much for coming along with me on this journey and I highly recommend going to see the era's Torah film. Um, especially if you're a Taylor Swift fan, obviously. I'll see you guys in the next one.